Hey friend, if you're here because you're ready to stop the excuses, get fired up and figure out how to be consistent with your healthy habits and weight loss, then you're in the right place. My prayer for you in listening to this episode is that the Lord would make clear what is in the way of your consistency and that by his grace, you would find yourself with clarity on how to move forward and to be consistent with your weight loss. I know how discouraging it is to try and try and try only to end up back where you started or worse. It's time to take hold of what's available to you in Jesus to create a healthy lifestyle that lasts. So without further ado, let's just get into it. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience. 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. Imagine this, you took a leap of faith and you decided to take a new approach to weight loss. It's been almost a month since you started. You are amazed at how much more hope you have for your health. You're impressed with how much progress you've made in your habits, and you're stoked about the amount of weight that you've lost, and you're so grateful that you decided to begin in the first place. That is where the ladies are from the Healthy Weight Loss Academy January cohort. They took the plunge and began January 1st, and I have loved hearing their wins each week on our group call. It's so, so cool what can happen in just a short period of time. The Healthy Weight Loss Academy is six weeks and goes over the most important and effective concepts for healthy weight loss. But most importantly, it is designed to direct those who go through it to the one who made them. This approach is God-led, and it makes all the difference. Right now, you can sign up for the February cohort for 30% off the regular price. This early bird special only lasts until January 26th. That's five days from the release of this episode. Now is the time to join. Don't wait until then. Spots are filling up. Just go to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course. Again, that's visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course. And I'll see you in there. Did you make New Year's resolutions this year? I think most of us, whether we formally declared them or not, like to use the turn of the year to reset. And a lot of us tend to do this with our eating and health habits. 
And if you're already finding yourself off the wagon and discouraged, you're not alone. In fact, 25% of people who set an intention for the new year will quit after the first week. Most people will quit before the end of January. But then another group, about 22% of those who set New Year's resolutions, will make it to three and a half months. And that's been the category of people that I've fit into in the past. I do consider myself more disciplined and motivated, but even so, after a few months, if you aren't intentional, your former programming just takes over. How many people actually see their resolution happen, you ask? 9% of New Year's resolutioners accomplish what they set out to do. And here's what I'd bet about those in that 9% who actually accomplish their goals. I bet deep down, they believed they'd hit their goal. Not only that, but they decided to become the kind of person who does what they set out to do. Because as I was looking up these statistics, honestly, I was really sad to see that 43% of people who set New Year's resolutions in the first place expect to fail before February. Not only do they expect to fail, but they expect to fail before February. And you might be thinking, okay, well, how significant is it that your belief in your likelihood to success is that you can actually do it? Your belief in your ability to do it makes or breaks it. And today, I want to talk about the essential mindset components you must have to be, con- to be consistent. But first, I think there are a few things we need to look at. So the first half of the first half of this episode title is why it's so hard to stick to healthy habits as a Christian woman. And honestly, I think there are some unique challenges faced by Christian women when it comes to pursuing health challenges. So let's start with what makes it difficult for us as women. And let me just say, I'm going to go over these challenges to actually create opportunity for you to be empowered and encouraged, because I also believe that being a woman and being a Christian woman is part of what can make being consistent with your healthy habits easier for you than anyone else. And I also am a big proponent of choosing not to be a victim, but rather taking what happens in this life and using it to be and do what God has called us to. With that said, The reality is, as women in this broken world, we are steeped in a culture that places value and worth on appearance and, more specifically, weight. Most of us are told since we're little girls, whether subconsciously or directly, that what we look like matters more than what we think or feel. We're greeted by adults as little kids who told us, Oh my gosh, I love your dress. Oh, look how cute she is. Oh my goodness, look at her curly hair. And often we were given these physical appearance compliments before other aspects of who we are were addressed, if who we were even ended up being mentioned at all. Now, I don't fault anybody for this. This isn't like a don't compliment little kids thing because I do it all the time and little kids are super cute. (laughs) And really, there isn't anything wrong with acknowledging and complimenting cuteness. (laughs) What we don't realize, though, is how often the focus on cuteness, beauty, and appearance continues on for women as 
we age and goes on throughout our whole life. And the ratio of physical acknowledgements far outweigh compliments on character, love of learning, or care for others, just as a few examples. And that has an effect. I can remember being in second and third grade, going to the bathroom just to look in the mirror and make sure I looked okay. No one told me I should do that or taught me to do bathroom hair checks, but somehow it was something I picked up that I should care about. Going through puberty and entering the teenage years only adds to it all with the crushes and finding out who thinks who's pretty and all the different stuff. (laughs) And then the magazines and the shows I watched told me that thin and pretty led to being liked and successful. And in fact, there are even social studies that have shown that the way women are judged based on their appearance for interviews and talks and other in-person events. And there was one in particular that highlighted how true this is. So there was a news anchor who wore the same suit and tie for a certain number of days straight. I don't remember if it was 30 days or something to that effect. And nobody said anything. Nobody commented on the fact that he literally wore the same suit, shirt, and tie every single day. All the while, he watched as his co-host, a female, had to come up with a new flattering outfit every day and was often the recipient of critique on her outfit, her hair, and her makeup. So how does that affect being consistent with your healthy habits? I need you to listen real carefully to this part because this is where you're going to get some ahas and some nuggets that are going to help you with your consistency. So for one, trying to fit society's mold for appearance isn't a meaningful motivator. We end up pursuing weight loss because of our inadequacy instead of pursuing a healthy lifestyle because of our inherent worth. I'm going to say that one more time. We end up pursuing weight loss because of our inadequacy instead of pursuing a healthy lifestyle because of our inherent worth. There is a big difference between pursuing habits in order to become worthy versus creating habits because you are worthy. But getting to this truth, I think, can be extra challenging for Christian women because We know that we are called to be selfless and servant-hearted, to focus on others. And so we don't want to be vain. We don't want to be immodest. We don't want to be distracted by things that don't matter because at the end of the day, we want to honor God. And so then this tension is created where we've been programmed to think we need to look a certain way, but then we also have been taught and maybe even convicted that that pursuit just isn't aligned with our walk with God. So then a lot of Christian women will feel like weight loss or weight lifting and working out are actually just vain habits because they've only seen it presented in the world's way as something that has to do with appearance instead of it being something about having energy and vitality to live out your God-given calling. Again, this could be a conscious thought or subconscious, and maybe you're hearing me say this and it doesn't resonate at all. You might be thinking, why would I care what the world has deemed valuable or says I should look like? To which I say, amen. (laughs) I love hearing when women don't feel they've been influenced by society in that way. So for those of you who don't resonate with that, 
I'm going to have some tips on how to actually be consistent here in just a moment. So hang tight. But I do really want to emphasize that focusing on healthy habits, even weight loss, when you come from the right heart is a part of your spiritual worship as a beloved daughter of the King. Jesus repeatedly talks about the heart. When his disciples were criticized in Mark 7 for collecting grain on Sabbath, he mentioned how it was what comes from within that defiles, not that which we intake that defiles. And when he addressed the Pharisees for only cleaning outside the cup and not inside the cup, referring to their hearts in Matthew 23, 25, he again emphasizes the importance of our thoughts and intentions. And a big reason why my clients significantly increase their consistency in their healthy habits during and after they've gone through my courses or programs is because they have shifted their heart with regard to their health. Getting healthy, losing weight, and improving their blood work no longer becomes motivated primarily by fear or the desire to look a certain way. It becomes fueled by a vision to be and do what God has called them to do. It comes from a desire to steward their bodies according to God's design. Partnering with the God who made you is a game changer for being able to be consistent in your healthy habits. So with that said, here are a few key concepts for remaining consistent in the healthy habits that lead to weight loss. Number one, determine your worth based on what God says. I'm going to let you know right now, you are valuable and worth the time and effort it takes to create healthy habits. Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And we all know it, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. The creator of the universe decided you were valuable enough to send his son to die for. That's significant. And we can also look at the life and ministry of Jesus. I mention this all the time where he spent so much of his public ministry, healing hundreds of physical bodies. So we can see and know that physical healing, if nothing else, even just your value is massive. And don't let the enemy or anyone tell you that you are not valuable, that your life doesn't matter, or that the people you encounter aren't impacted greatly by you because you truly make a difference in this world. Number two, Decide to be committed. This goes without saying, but it's important to emphasize. Consistency is a choice. You just have to commit to it. And (laughs) if you don't feel like you're capable of being consistent with healthy habits, consider how committed you are to the notion that you aren't consistent. (laughs) We are all currently committed to a way of life. We make choices every day that reinforce it. You can decide to change the way of life you're committed to. Just like you chose to commit to Jesus and by his grace, you have been transformed more and more as you pursue him and allow him to work in your heart. You can choose to be committed to stewarding the body that he's given you. 
You can choose to give him this area of your life as well and be consistent and committed. Number three, devote yourself to God and his purpose for your life. I do not think there is a more meaningful reason to create a healthy lifestyle than to do so for the sake of God's purpose for your life. That might look a bit different for each person. You might be someone who is motivated by God's purpose for you and your family. You want to have energy for your kids and your grandkids. Or maybe you're someone who's motivated by God's purpose for you and showing love and compassion toward the poor. Maybe you're someone who's motivated by God's purpose for you to shine the light of Jesus in your workplace or your community. Whatever God has placed on your heart as your purpose is your never-ending reason to steward your body. No matter what health ailments you face, we can make choices to support our well-being. And I understand there are unique circumstances where some of us are more hindered than others, but there is something to be said about doing all that we can to improve the outcome and to nourish ourselves and to show up powerfully for the kingdom of God. Number four, depend on grace daily. The only way we can be devoted to God and live out his purpose for our life is if we take hold of his grace. And grace does not just cover our sins, though (laughs) praise Jesus that it does. Grace also is the very fuel by which transformation occurs. By God's grace, you can choose the water over the soda. By God's grace, you can get up and go to the gym, even early in the morning. By God's grace, you can begin to appreciate healthy meals you previously would not touch. (laughs) Anything is possible when we decide to depend on the Lord. So to summarize these four essential keys to being consistent, we have number one, determine your worth based on what God says. Number two, decide to be committed. Number three, devote yourself to God and his purposes. And number four, depend on grace daily. So we got four D's, determine, decide, devote, and depend. I'm telling you right now, you will not be consistent with your health habits, with your weight loss, or with your exercise if you do not know your worth, if you don't commit, if you don't devote yourself to God, and if you are not dependent on his grace. If you do not intentionally prioritize those four things, chances are, Whatever effort you put in, it's just not going to last. And that's the thing. You probably already know that from experience. I don't need to tell you. What I want to tell you, though, that maybe you haven't felt is that there is hope. There is hope. This is a different path. It just takes some intentionality. It just takes some commitment. If nothing else, a commitment to take hold of God's grace. Because again, it is by his grace that all of these things are possible. And these keys all fit into the two big pillar concepts in my course, the Healthy Weight Loss Academy. These two concepts are number one, to be vision-driven, and number two, to be grace-fueled. Again, if you have not signed up for the February cohort, now is the time to take advantage of that early bird pricing and get that 30% off. This is your last week. And friend, whether you do the course or not, I genuinely hope and pray that you can take hold of these four keys and that you can also, you know, identify if there are some of those elements that are keeping you from being consistent, that 
you can bring before the Lord. You can allow him to transform. You can allow him to take away. And I pray that this has ultimately been helpful in some way. And as always, I would love to hear your thoughts, your questions. You can email me at visiondrivenhealth at gmail.com. And if you're also looking for more specifics on how to lose weight after you've got those four D's in place, be sure to check out episodes 40 and 42, where I get into the nitty gritty on protein and macros. Otherwise, friend, I hope you have an amazing blessed day and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Made Well Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.